0: listening to the real man i appreciate them dudes for talking about the raw
1: wait they were talking about the
0: relatable
1: that's exactly what i've been going through the relentlessly real podcast
2: now now i would i would say okay that's that's our responsibility right that's that's a part of our responsibility to be able to have that introspection but it should be reflected on the woman's side too like that's mm-hmm. that's a responsibility for both of us yeah like it's not just uh about yeah. i guess the lens that we're mm-hmm. uh uh displaying our feelings and emotions and like our gripes from but mm-hmm. also like from their lens too but it's 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 kind of hard even on both ends to be able to see the other person's perspective because we because of how we're built right yeah um, just as like man's thought process versus uh women's thought process, even even like from a I guess uh, uh like <laughs> I guess chemical uh situation that goes on in the brain and like how we interpret our environments and stuff, like um women being like I guess the the estrogen and emotions and things like that versus uh, men and vice versa to that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, I mean, sorry, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. you good,
0: you good. Okay. I have a little pushback against that because, like, yes, I agree. Like, we're we're definitely genetically and chemically created differently, and mm. that's for a purpose. That's for us to work together. You know, right. again, president and vice president, and vice president posted like that's why they're good at what they do, yeah. and vice versa. I think I think a lot of the issue though, oftentimes, is that as men, especially as black men, we haven't been trained um, to effectively relate well, even even to other people. Like, mm. we have been, excuse me, we have been uh, neglected oftentimes with emotional intelligence, with communication abilities, like there's so much that we've been deprived of um, that has come from the negativity and the brokenness in our culture, and Mm -hmm. it sucks because like again, it makes it it, sorry, it makes it lopsided then because often women are constantly trained, even genetically to be able to communicate effectively, and like we have to play catch up (laughs)
1: mm
3: I disagree there disagree. And yeah and here's, here's why I'm pushing back here's why mm-hmm. I'm pushing back like so I actually agree with everything you said every mm-hmm. 100 yeah um I saw a, a a very dope video and I wish I had it to, to send it to the to John or send it to the to the podcast the other day and it was actually a guy talking and he was actually kind of since holding men accountable and mm-hmm. he was just saying and it's something that I've said for a long time that men and women they both communicate we yeah. just communicate differently 100 mm-hmm. percent Mm-hmm. And the issue is, and the reason why relationships and men and women clash, and I've asked this question for like at least the past two years. I don't know when men and women became at at odds with each other, at war with each other. Mm-hmm. I know we, I know for a fact we're the cause of it, mm-hmm. makes it like with, with the just the how dominant men were, and, and you know just the abuse yeah. of power. We're the cause of it, right? Yeah. So I, that much I do know. But the issue is. Right now, in social media and relationships and and TVs, movies, men and women are just at odds with each other. Yeah. And 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 within a, your personal relationships, the clash comes when we don't realize that in the moment of a, of, a, of a debate or frustration, the, a man and a woman, their initial go-to is to communicate how they're designed to. Yeah. So yeah. for a man, it's logic.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just complete logic. And for a woman, it's complete emotion. It doesn't mean a woman will never com- communicate logically it doesn't mean that the man will never communicate emotionally but in that moment of frustration we see logic and the woman she sees emotions is how she feels and so what the guy was basically saying is so as it when you want to be when you want to be a like to to be better at your dynamic with your spouse or your partner you have to see it not you're trying to push logic to her in that moment Mm-hmm. I want you to see this logically because if you look at it logically, it doesn't make sense. Why would you even say that? Why would you be frustrated with me? Because your point doesn't make sense. It logically doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. However, she's not thinking logically, she's she's in her feelings. And so, in that moment, you need to figure out how she feels. Like, how does she feel? And once, and if, and if you, the more weak you, as a man, you do that and to embrace how she feels, you can, in a sense, begin to communicate on her level. And then, and, and he would, and I said, I've always thought that because. It's just nothing we can do. We will never be able to communicate the same. We're just not designed to do it. And we need to stop pushing each other to do it. Like a man communicates this way, a woman communicates this way. And so when you see their side of it, it it usually begins to at least smooth down and, and, and I say better the communication. Okay, cool. She's in her feelings. So let me just at least see how she feels. And if they give up and vice versa, Okay, he's, he's 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 thinking about this logically. So let me get out my feelings for a second as a woman. Let me let me calm my feelings and let me think about it from his perspective logically. And and when you start to do that, what you should see is a more successful relationship because mm-hmm. each person is now lending their their lens to the conversation the way their partner would look at it. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't so I do agree that men have men especially black men have been raised to communicate horribly emotionally. I I agree with that 100%. I think we are horrible. We're not as emotionally mature as women. My only pushback is I don't think women know how to communicate effectively with men. I think women know how to communicate effectively with other women. I do not think most women can communicate effectively with other men, which is why men can tend to communicate effectively with men and women can tend to communicate communicate effectively with other women. I don't think either one of us are trained to communicate effectively with each other. And part of the clash in marriage is that you're spending so much time with someone of the opposite sex, more than you've ever had to, that you are beginning. Now you're kind of forced to mm-hmm. learn how the other partner communicates. And so that that's just my viewpoint of seeing it. I don't mm-hmm. it's just it's just it's very challenging, in other words. It's just a little pushback, you know?
0: No, yeah, yeah. I mean I I I agree. Like it's it's definitely challenging. Like it, it requires work. And I, I, I'm not saying that it doesn't require work on both sides like it it's as all of us are married so like it definitely took I'm sure a long time to get to a place where like you know what we can actually have a conversation and we're not yelling at each other or you know like it's gotten to a place where like we can effectively communicate and I I hear what you're saying Terrence I, I just think like I don't know it may, maybe because again like come, coming from the perspective like it, it's a very uh it's lopsided i would say this whole conversation can oftentimes be lopsided you know uh i'm not sure i
1: mean i hear what you're saying all of the stuff that, that i've heard so far has been good I, I will say the kevin samuels thing is always uh viral right it's always visceral it has this kind of uh connotation with it but i also think He does provide some sense of truth to the things that he layers with a bunch of fluff. Like there's a lot of stuff in there and it's, you know, you got to kind of like, you know, sift through it, of course. But there is some sense of truth to some of the things he says. And I'm not going to go caping for him right now in this conversation because I don't have that's not the point. Um, I think another thing that I, as I was hearing you guys talk about it from a, from a perspective of listening and all that, in terms of like men to women, I do have to, I, I agree with Terrence. I think men are, I think men are wired to agree with men and understand men. Cause we think the same way in the same pathway. And so, and so do women. And that's why you'll catch a lot of posts on social media and whatever, like, yeah, girl, I did that. And a lot of girls are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. And a lot of men are like, not saying nothing. Cause they're like, man, I don't, I don't, she tripping. Like, you know, but we're not going to say it to them because we just have a different a way of processing our thoughts and feelings so we may not put it on social media or we may not even tell them what we really think about what their post is on social media because we're less emotionally driven you'll rarely see and, my, and this is broad strokes as always but you'll rarely see a man emotionally charged to facebook and go off it just doesn't happen as common as you'll see a woman emotionally charge off and go on facebook i'm not saying it, it's it,
0: it just won't be for you know something that we find embarrassing or something like that like people will go crazy about sports that's right. emotionally yeah. driven. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I yeah. They don't be on there th- long threads. Yeah. That's true. That's emotionally driven. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, we'll, we'll see it, but we, we've gotten to the place where we're like, one is more acceptable. And, right. and that comes from our perspective. So, yeah, like if somebody wants to go on and drag whatever team or whatever player or whatever, right. F- for long threads, right. We see, oh, that's okay. They're just passionate about sports. But if a, if, a, if a woman wants to express her feelings about a trash dude or somebody cut her off in a car, now mm-hmm. we're just like, ah, oh, she got issues.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. And so, as far as the ownership piece, though, I, I do I do still believe as a man should be the head of the house. I do I do believe a man should lead his house. I do believe in the paradigm of a man should should learn how to be the head of the house. I should say it like that because I don't think it's something that you just are. You become you you as a mm-hmm. constant becoming, right? Or learning and restructuring and refiguring it out. So it's not a thing of I'm a man, therefore I am the head. Like I don't think it's that. I thought it was that way, but it's not that way. I want to dismantle that myth as well. But, I also feel, though, the part of the truth of which this lady is saying is that and it's its it it's may seem, I guess, as though women don't seem to have as much adversity in the sense of like having to conform and conform and conform and change and change and transform who they are all throughout their lives. Now, I'm not saying that's not true or that is true. i'm I'm not saying that it's true or not true. is what I'm saying. I'm saying for the most part, men are constantly in that dating which what she was referencing was, I I was reflecting back when I was dating. Like my mom would be like, Oh, you need to get this for your girlfriend. You need to do this, you need to, to please her. You need to do that to make her happy. You need to do, you know, these are these are the man roles, the gender roles you fit within to make this woman happy. And you know, I, and that kind of going with Terrence's point, you're kind of like created to go do this thing this way, and then you get a little bit older and you realize it don't really that's not really the way the of the world necessarily, right? Like it actually could be more of a um uh a, a, a co-mingling of we're both holding responsibility and not just me all the time and then what and then there is a certain sense of like well what do what will you own within relationships and with dating there has to be a sense of like if i'm owning this then you got to own that there is a sense of that because if you don't learn to own something then you don't grow
0: yeah i mean i i agree i think uh again i it probably would have been great <laughs> if there was if there was a lady on here Hey, yes! won't come, mm-hmm.
1: come on. like where your hold on, hold on hold on where your wife at jam
0: uh, she's she's at a retreat actually so okay of course no i'm just kidding no but great so so
1: jam, jam Jamai, how long how long you been married because i don't know like let's uh, let all know how long you've been married
0: in october it will be six years
1: six years yeah. in october i
3: thought it was longer jeez
1: yeah i did too so six years in october mm. And so go ahead with what you were saying. I'm sorry, I didn't want to
0: interrupt you. No, no, you're fine. I, I think it um even the idea of ownership, like okay, so using this example, like what you were just talking about, um, what would be something that you feel like your wife needs to own that she doesn't own already? Um
2: so so there was a point um where uh like when we were first dating and the thing that I, I wanted her to own then was like owning the fact that you feel the way that you feel, uh, and your, your, I guess not obligation, but your responsibility to communicate that to me because I'm not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. Right. So, if, it, but I can, I am really good at reading body language. And, mm-hmm. and if I see that something's like different, you know i'm gonna approach you about it i'm gonna communicate about it uh but if you sit back and tell me no i'm fine that's a lie mm. you know, i i know you're not fine because there's there's just something about you that's off right now mm. granted if you don't want to talk about it then tell me that like be up front mm. with your feelings be be completely honest with me about your feelings right now in this moment you might not be ready to talk about it cool but and that's logic that's the
3: logic that's the yeah. logic talking that's just that's literally all, like I'm not saying all men are like that but that's literally how most of us a wired, like like, so I, I see that side of it makes sense, yeah. but I see the <laughs> other side too. So I, I mean, I'm waiting for Jan. I see the other side. I see the other side too. You should know what you did was wrong. Mm-hmm. You should know you. You know, I see the other side of that coin. So hmm.
0: yeah, I I guess uh to, to respond to what you said, Mike. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Doctor Mike. Um, like in that situation, like the roles will be reversed for me and my wife. Like she's the one that says like I know there's something wrong with you. You need to talk. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so, like, I think that can be like that. I think that's a great example, and that's something that obviously you, you and your wife had to communicate and work mm-hmm. through so that you mm-hmm. can. So, like, I, I guess what's a more general example that seems I actually
3: like, think that is general. I think Jen, you, think you so? might be a yeah. unicorn, yeah. but I actually, which is <laughs> good. Like, I, I'm not not jam, like Jam, jam, jam like, you, we, we've we yeah. known Jam for like, I think that's a great thing, and, yeah. I, and I think across what we a lot of times we John says, like, what we say is it's broad strokes, it's like broad mm-hmm. strokes. Yeah. But I I do think memes and and memes and gifs and videos about this topic exist for some some type of mm-hmm. commonality.
2: They have some validity to it. right? Yeah, like yeah. we're
3: like one thing I'm learning as I'm in therapist is that that we have more in common than we do have, have different.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so yeah, I think the what my, I, I so I'm like if that's not the story for you, I think that's dope. And so <laughs> it would be.
1: I, I will say too, like life alters the the jailing of the relationship, right? yeah so, I can. so you know, and I, it depends on where you are on the spectrum. So when you're like dating and then when you're married and it's just you married, that's different than married with one kid and then married with two kids and then married mm-hmm. with three kids or whatever kids may be, and then you're you know, whatever case the situation is. So I, I say I out that to say when you're talking about in one season, you know, where before kids, it's like, oh, I, you know, I can own whatever. I can deal with whatever because I have more ability. You know, I have more. Um, there's less going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when you have two kids or three kids, when the more kids you have, if you don't notice. It's harder to deal with any kind of situation. Like my wife and I had a conversation earlier today and it, it wasn't a great conversation. It wasn't we weren't, I wasn't mad or like it wasn't like vo- volatile. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to talk. And my 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 youngest child is like like making these annoying sounds, trying to like get my my wife to pick her up. I'm like, man, and and it really is that way. Every single time we try to have a conversation, which is very difficult. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say personal development is hard Right, and it's in that in that environment. How can you work on yourself when you don't even have time to think about yourself because you're always yeah. thinking about your job, then your 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 marriage, yeah. then your kids. How do you begin to think about yourself? So it's something that's like
2: distractions in a way. I mean, yeah, not, it's, not to call them like negative, but like it is. No, it that's is.
1: not. It's let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I think we as men have to do better jobs as talking about this. With when you have kids, they are distractions. Mm-hmm. they are the thing that pulls you away from the, the one thing you're supposed to be trying to be about which is your wife, they are that mm-hmm. they can be beautiful and all that too Like they, both two things can be true, they're beautiful and they can be distractions, yeah. they're awesome and they can be annoying, like all, two things can be true, <laughs> so I'm saying all that to say though, it's a, it, personal devel- development becomes harder and an inability to be able to see oneself becomes harder once those those paradigms have shifted mm-hmm.
3: and I, and I, I just want to highlight Michelle's michelle's quote like this that is tradition when women didn't pay bit work and pay bills i think she was, she was responding to something john said and that was my point earlier so i know that and we may know that but at what point does so if if women are no longer traditional and i'm not even talking about this is how my mindset i'm just presenting a, 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 a dynamic that's out there then if we're no longer traditional then how do we shift as women, no longer being traditional, but try to hold on to traditional mindset of the, of the man being the head and the woman being the tail?
1: Exactly,
3: because that's traditional.
1: We never had a conversation. There's an issue about it. We never had a conversation about the change. It just happened. It just happened. <laughs> women just and, and so you're saying that's and I, I hear what you're saying, Michelle. I agree. That's tradition. Yeah, women 100%. women didn't work and they pay and, and pay bills. Now they work and they pay bills. Now, right? So do they still? Like, is there still a subservience nature within
2: the paradigm anymore, too? So, or so did that change? So that kind of goes back to uh, what the young lady was saying in her post about, like, uh, how men were trained to do all this for women and women are trained to, like, think that they are the prize. Um, so so let me see if I can get my words together. So, like, now that that shift has changed as far as society, where it comes down to, like, women do work and women do pay bills and things like that, uh, we need to get back to that, I guess, level of communication to say, like, hey, we both have a responsibility. Men have a responsibility to their wives and vice versa to ensure that their spouses are being uh, like their needs are being met. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we're not we shouldn't be the only ones like constantly buying the flowers or constantly making sure everything's good or having the responsibility of like making sure all is well within the household um like within our relationship but the women should also have that responsibility too to act and 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 communicate and be like hey um so 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 an example of that is like every top of the year for the past few years um I've asked Renee like or like we've had a conversation about putting on a vision for this year to say like Hey, let's make sure we're being intentional about our marriage. Like that's that's something that we always try to keep in mind Um, at the top of the year to figure out what our goals and stuff are to be able to meet not just individually, but collective as a as a as a unit. Let's make sure that we're we're talking to each other about like, hey, um, how did I do as a husband last year or like how 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 did she do as a wife last year? And we try to make that a monthly thing, even when we go out, like on our dates and stuff, like just as a check in and be like, hey, man, is, there, is 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 there anything else that I could be doing? Like, are is are there certain needs not being met, you know, X, Y, Z? So so there that's where it lies with, like, the responsibility part that I feel like. Um, and again, broad strokes, because there are some women out there that do do this, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I'm thankful for them. And I'm thankful for my wife for being able to do that, too. But um, broad strokes, as far as like women should get back to like being able to say like or have that communication to or have that thought process of like, I want to make sure my, my, my husband is being pleased.
0: My spouse is being pleased. Do you do you think um, even at that, that concept, Mike, there are a couple yeah. of things that I wanted to comment on, but uh, I'm okay. going to start with that. Um, do, you, do you think that idea of trying to set a vision for you and your wife, Do you think that's common? in most relationships that men will sit down and do that um i don't think so
2: i don't think so and and the reason why i say that is because i i have to keep in mind the 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 type of circles that i run in you know as being a christian i i i make it an effort to surround myself around christian men right like Mm -hmm. not not just like christian women and and christian men as a community but specifically christian men because there are certain things that um we are responsible for right there are certain Mm. things that like as a as a man we should be doing according to the word of god Mm. and i i need to be able to surround myself with people that are either doing that or striving for that same thing so we can both be able to like converse and compare notes and and, and whatever the case Um, but there are groups of people that i know that don't talk about vision for the year Mm -hmm. um and, and whenever we had that conversation, it's like a, you know, it, it kind of makes them think like, yo, I should do that. Like, I should, mm-hmm. I should have some sort of idea of where I'm going the next five years or like within the next year or within the next month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, so
0: I, I think that's great. And I think that you even willing to initiate that for your wife, that that's an example of leadership that I think any woman would be willing to follow under. And even in this, Continuing this conversation of like ownership and stuff like that, like you choosing to do that was an I uh, has an idea of personal development for yourself, but also for your wife. Like that is important to you, and ultimate ultimately for your marriage. And I think in this whole conversation, that's not always the case. Like mm. like you kind of just mentioned, like nobody's really thinking about that. It's usually very in a, a very selfish way. And I mean, mm. even kind of transition to what you were mentioning, John, about you know having the time to have personal development, and you feel that way. You know, having a, a job children and wife, like, how do you think your wife feels? Like, do you think that she is able to create the time to make personal development for herself? If she's, you know, I, I can't remember how old your 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 children are at this point, but if, you know, if they're young and she's constantly breastfeeding them or changing them or doing things like that, stuff that we can't necessarily, we can't do, <laughs> we're not right. supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? But like- See, that, that goes back into That goes back
1: into a false narrative. Right, because mm. the reality is, at least for my my household, she the only thing I don't do is breastfeed, legit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and that goes back to roles. Yeah, you know, so the, you know, yeah. a perception could be, oh, well, she's doing all these things. No, she's 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 very well helped. You mm-hmm. know, there there is a space, and I'm not saying she's she's she does a lot. My wife does a lot. I don't want to I don't want to make sure I'm I'm being honest about though. it, but at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I think I'm doing more than I ever thought a man or would be doing in the house. If that's I'm good. honest, that's good perspective. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I'm honest, and you and,
3: know. and and, and I, I, that's uh, it relates to what what, what Michelle just put. She put like that post was full of trash. Women women have been raised to cater to men since the Bible, but you but that's traditional women. That's the and so if women aren't like I, I'm pushing back on that whole mindset, like because I can say something about man, but that's traditional. So a traditional woman was way was raised to cater to a man. But if you're not traditional, you're being raised totally different. So how do you cater to a man? Like so, that's what that's the reason why I think that that topic of what you bring to the table is very valid. It's yeah. a very valid question, and but it doesn't mean um it does not mean I am not understanding of why that tape why that statement gets eye rolls and gets like oh my god or I, I get why like I get why that statement has pushback. I'm not saying it. I don't want to say it at all, but I liken that to the statement. Damn, what was the thought? I liken that to when women, when women in a relationship ask a man, "So what are we? What are we? What are we?" And that mm. statement from men gets pushed back, and I, I never understood it either. It gets pushed back like, "Here we go, here we go." She's about to ask, "What are we here?" So she's, she's trying. To, it, it does not mean what most, what most men thought that that statement means. That, as we learned in that podcast with those young ladies, that that statement, "What are we?" is women literally trying to put a definition on what So I need to know what box to put went. in. Mm-hmm. I need to know where this is going. I need to know. I'm not saying I want to be with you. I'm not saying you want to be with me. I just need to know so that way I can govern myself accordingly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's an equal statement to when a guy asks, I want to know what you bring to take to the table. And when I, I heard pushback, well, if you've been dating me longer, you should know. No, no, no. But men aren't wired like that. Men aren't wired to just, just to know, like, if a guy acts like a, a real man, I'm not talking about these F boys that some of y'all be dating. I'm not talking about those weak. I'm it's talking about- not,
1: It's not, like, not not just that, and I don't want to interrupt you, but it's not it just that we're not wired. It's also like, we want to know what you think you are doing to bring to the table versus like what we may even see. So I may see, I may think I see what you're bringing to the table, but I want to confirm that whatever you think you're bringing is what I see. Hmm. Hmm. And does it
3: have, does it meet the same values? Like- right. Are they congruent? Yeah, because a lot like I'm pushing back a lot of times that whole idea. Well, you know, because the lady said, Well, he can cook for himself, he can do this stuff, which is that's that's all that's especially true now because traditionally a man couldn't, but most
0: men still don't.
3: (laughs) I I, I can't, I don't know if I can't say most, Jim. I don't
0: don't know, know, bro. I'm in that that kitchen. I didn't think I was gonna be in that kitchen. I don't know. (laughs) See, that's difference, though. There's a difference saying I didn't think I was gonna be in that kitchen compared to like. I'm, I'm like, but I'm here. I was taught, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, for me, like my dad taught me. You know, like I, I had to do something. okay. Like okay. that's, I don't think that's the case. Like, and I would say for you, John, like you're like I got to figure this out because I got to do what I need to do. Compared mm-hmm. to like, no, like I, I've taught myself I can take care of myself. I would think most guys, from what I've seen, they eat out, like even if it's trash, like they'll mm-hmm. I, they'll easier to go to Chick Fil A or McDonald's than actually say, you know, I'm gonna meal prep. I'm. I'm actually gonna get some stuff and cook it up for myself. Like I. I. I that again. Is that a time?
3: Is mind. that a time thing, or is that a? Like, is that an issue of time, or is that an issue of not a be not not, not being able to? Like, because I'm wondering if that's an issue of just society, of just the the way the work is the work is designed, and, and there's a quicker option. You make sense? Yeah, that's. i like, weird.
2: I feel like that's I feel like that's,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I But I get your point, Jam. Yeah, I get yeah. Your point because, um, if. If you grew up, I guess, within a traditional household where uh, women did most of the cooking and the guys went out and worked the most or like they they spent most of their time working. Right. So it was convenient for them to be able to come home and have a meal ready or something like that. But this day and age, if, if like if you transition from that lifestyle, like seeing that within your household and then you get older and uh, you don't necessarily have that same, uh, I guess, relationship status or whatever, like if you're single, I mean. All right, you gotta make do with like make it do what it do. You you gotta eat. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go out to Chick-fil-A, yeah, you do yeah, what's man. most convenient because at the end of the day, you're still practicing within, I guess, that role of going to work, getting things done, getting bills paid or whatever, but I ain't coming home to no meal, so I gotta go get something. And that's interesting is you said that Jan like and Johnny said it because like I, I like yeah, I had a stepfather, but he absolutely
3: I've actually never seen him cook ever <laughs> in life. And my mom had a meal. Yeah, I don't know how she bachelor. did it. Yeah. She had a meal ready every morning, and she still does it every morning, every evening. She still cooks for him. And so he didn't teach me how to cook at all. I just watched mm-hmm. my mom mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I wanted to do it by myself for myself.
1: All right, I we gotta wrap this, but I, I, yeah. I gotta speak to this last one. Michelle says the problem is women gotta to work, then cook. Yes. Like uh-huh. I I have to I have to say this, yes. And, 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 and let, me, let me, no, no, let me say it like this. And if I had to, yes, as well. Like, it doesn't matter. That, to me, that don't matter about no gender. So, like, oh, for gosh. instance, for instance, when I had, when we had our first kid, my wife was like, yo, I'm already tired. I don't know how we're going to deal with a second kid. And then she, we had a second kid. She found capacity because she had to. Mm. She had to find capacity. And I think a lot of times we just be like lazy AF, honestly. Just lazy. Don't want to have to push ourselves a little bit more and be like, man, I got to get out here and do what I got to do because I'm tired. I worked all day and then I still got to go home and get pick up the groceries and bring it and do all. Yeah, you do. Like that That may be the, that. may be what's called of your life at that point. And it's okay. Like like I just said, I did not think going into my life I'll be cooking nearly as much as I,
0: I've had to cook. So what? You know what I mean? Does anybody really care? You just do what you got to do. What? Well, I- I I I agree with you, John. Like, of course, like it it can be seasonal based or situationally based. I think the problem with again uh, this conversation in general is I don't think most people have that perspective, though. Like, it's it's very self serving, you know. So it's not like, oh, I want I want to make sure this woman who's coming to the table or whatever that she's actually going to do everything I want her to do for me, and I'm not even really gonna talk about how i'm actually contributing or how i'm helping even you given that example for you know you and your family like sure you didn't know that you would have to be cooking or doing whatever else that you know you have to do for your family to take care of them but because you love them you're willing to find the capacity and make the sacrifice in this conversation online though i don't think anybody's really talking about pulling up that capacity it's more of like this is my stance you need to give me everything that i want I'm not, I'm not really gonna do anything on my end. Just come to me with everything. But you're saying like, all right, babe, I, you know, I love you, I understand this is where you are, this is what we gotta do, I'm gonna go out and do this. Even if it's like, I'm gonna make sure to order food and pick up food, or whatever, like you're working together. And I think even goes back to what you were saying, Terrence, about the equality thing. Like, even though as husbands, like we're leaders and we're held responsible, we can still be equal in that making sure everything gets done. You know, and if there is a problem, because we are the leaders, we take the responsibility, but that doesn't mean we're not equal. I'm just playing that role. I'm playing the role of, I have to make <laughs> the final decision. I have to make sure things are going this way, you know? And I
3: know, I, 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 I know we got to wrap up. That's why I'm pushing on the word, I'm, and and I'm not the one who who's bringing that word. Generally, it's the woman who, who and I understand why there's, there's equality. And I agree with, with Michelle. I agree with Michelle's point about, it shouldn't be expectation. I had to evolve myself on if I don't have a traditional wife, I don't I can't expect traditional things. That mm-hmm. was my standpoint, period. And I had to evolve on that. I mean, but I was never a foodie. So I, I'm biased because I'm not a foodie person in general. That was I'm never. To say, you get some I'm biased. And and
1: you're fine. <laughs> I mean, not even that. I just
3: it's beyond that. I'm just not even I can just cook for myself. That is that never was a thing for me. But mm-hmm. my hope. My point is. I don't think traditional men can expect traditional th- things if their wife is not traditional, period. But I also think the same thing, vice versa. If you're not a traditional woman, you shouldn't be expecting traditional things from your traditional husband. you I think you I think there needs to be a redefining of, of that role. and that, I, I agree, Jan, I, do, I I do think there's a place for where the man still being the visionary and the head and the leader fits into this idea as we shaped. But I think instead of equality, we should be talking about equity in a marriage. there, are so, there I think, and that's, a, and that's a, such a different topic. Than mm-hmm. equality and i think what, what what i see women screaming sometimes is is equality 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 when you you ain't really talking about equality because 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 if a guy was to break into this house who's much stronger with three dudes i bet you 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 expecting me as the man mm-hmm. to go fight that battle for you <laughs> yeah. you know because and mm-hmm. if i didn't i should be like, oh no no i thought we were equal you go first yeah.
1: You, you were downstairs <laughs> first, you
3: go first. Did
1: You hear just, that? And he, it's over there, huddle with the yeah, I, hey, I got you like that out. out.
3: Yeah, because it's equal. <laughs> but we're not equal. Like we're not designed uh, to be equal. It's equity. Like mm-hmm. I, I am the strong, I am physically dis- most cases stronger vessel. And so so, so
2: so can you break that down real quick? I again I know we keep talking about we gotta go, but uh <laughs> the like the difference between equality and equity. Like e- this is really equality cool. means everybody's the same no matter what, no
3: matter what. Equity is the equity is about so the 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 best way to put it, equality is the goal. Equity is the method, and so the idea is so. In other words, like equity is about you getting what you, you getting what you need and doing what you do based off of where you're at. So if I have a household where I make all the money, equality would say my wife should still pay the same amount of bills. She ain't got no job, so
2: <laughs> there yeah, ain't yeah, no yeah.
3: equality. She she ain't got no job. How she gonna pay the bills? Oh,
2: So, so equity is more so of like uh, making sure the goal is still met,
3: exactly.
2: But, but based off of like where your strengths and your weaknesses are. Exactly. If she yeah. can't
3: cook and you know how to cook, <laughs> why is she cooking? Like she about to burn the house down. But but equality says, well, you know, I should cook sometimes. You should cook and stuff. No, no, actually, babe, I don't think you should ever cook. I got, I got it. And that's okay. Then you find where she's stronger at. And that, so that's like the equity. Th- to me, equity is, is the tool to get where everybody's getting exactly what they need to thrive. Methodology. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I think I agree with you. And again, I know you guys said you got to wrap up, but this has definitely been a, a good conversation and it should keep going. But I, I think, Terrence, what you're saying, even the idea of equity, that uh, I think adds more depth to the conversation in general, though, because like that then... Requires uh, us to identify where where has there been. I know typically say inequality, but like where has it been in equity? Because yes, yes, that, yeah, that yeah. becomes even more complex, and that that actually may uh, make the conversation harder, even when it comes to this this red I agree. community. Like, uh, I, <laughs> like that that actually yeah. But I I think that's a really good point. Like trying to find equity amongst. And more specifically towards, you know, uh a black community in our relationship um with, with women, it's like there there is a lot of work that needs to be done, you know, um to deal with the issue of equity.
1: Michelle, are you going in on this uh if we work we take care of home. If he working, we take care of home. I think I and this, I guess we can button it with this. Um, but I think the the, the, the reality is that I'm at least seeing from this conversation is that we're floating between two two narratives or two different dispensations. Like we're saying, OK, previous one where it's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the old narrative of like, oh, I go to work and, um you know, I take I go to work and my wife will take care of home. Yeah. And then now we've transitioned into we both work and how that looks like within generals and add the fact of how you were raised. And add the fact of whatever expectations you have because of how you were raised, and how that influences your lens within your own marriage, and how you treat your spouse, and what you expect of your spouse. Right. So it's like a bunch of like you said at the at the entry point of this uh, conversation jam. It's more it's more layered than anything because you're trying to peel back the layers of okay well what do you think about this and well because i'm almost like well if i pay all the bills does that mean that i should come home to a clean house of dinner and you sitting in heels and ready for ready to go like like what expectations what new expectations should i have of this new dispensation right or this new time that we're in mm-hmm. right yeah. so i feel like we gotta uh and i think you know we gotta unpack that to some degree and like figure out well, what are we? What are we doing? Are we going with the things of old, or are we transitioning to the things of new? And are you are you willing and ready to wrap your mind around that new thing to the point in which that you're going to, you know, work to be the spouse that I need, and vice versa? So, um, you know, equity versus equality. Thank you, um, Terence, for bringing that up. Thank you, Jamal, for being the brave soul, one of our uh, podcast faithful podcast listeners. Uh, you know, to just come on the podcast with us and and have these conversations. We we. We're looking to grow and understand and we also I think that's the one thing that we all have in common here is that we want to grow and understand and be better men for it and be able to have these conversations in our communities and in our houses or what have you. So Man. the hope, guys, is that, you know, it, you guys could actually hop on these calls with us. I know you guys didn't do it today. Um, not most of the guys. I want to say more so to the women, because we do want to have a meeting of the minds. We might have to do it a different way. Um, it might, I was thinking it might have to be like kind of like a panel what well, we have this conversation we have actually invite guests on and then we have it that way maybe a wednesday or something like that or a saturday or whatever and just have the conversation in that format instead of doing it we're just hoping that you guys will just push that uh invite uh invite button or whatever but either yeah, way we, we we
2: need the women on man i mean it's it's We enjoy this conversation and being able to have this amongst men, because like you said, John, like this is kind of how all this started. Right. As far as like us taking accountability for being able that being able to do that whole iron sharpen iron type thing and making sure we're all striving towards being the best that we could possibly be as men. Um, But if we don't have women involved in the conversation, then we're we're full steam ahead in one direction without gaining the other side's perspective.
1: Michelle so, said her hair her hair not done, so she can't hop on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Michelle. Uh Cornelius, uh, he said, can we get a part two? We this is actually already part two. Um, so what we will do, I think what will likely happen is that we'll try to figure out how to plan a panel situation. No bonnets.
3: No um, absolutely we're, we're not. There,
1: yeah, and you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle, for being mature enough to know that this podcast does not represent any bonnets on it. Um, We don't play that here. (laughs) It's a (laughs) real podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, The bottom line is, though, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, Hopefully you gained some deeper knowledge. You were thinking maybe uh, about the conversations that we were having here today, and and hopefully we can be able to have more conversations going forward, but it won't be in this format necessarily. Like I said, I think we'll likely have a panel because we really want to have some women on here, and we want to get their understanding and uh, hopefully our understanding we can kind of reach a consensus in some way.
0: Um, any last words, Jam, before you you hop off the podcast, bro? Uh, no, I mean I think you guys are doing a good job continuing uh, to have this conversation, and uh, I think it'll it'll like you're right. It'll be good to um, have a woman's perspective in in the conversation. So yeah, Jam, do you do you have a podcast as well? I, I do, I do. Um, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> oh wow, right. what's what, what's the name of it? Uh, the name of my podcast is uh, Dude Make Something and it's about uh mental health and black men so
3: oh shoot. i didn't
0: even know that it's called what dude, dude makes something. make something dude make something yeah so the idea is to try to use creativity as an outlet to help with your mental health and so i, I try to talk about other other things related to mental health
3: it on t- where can you find it at? yeah
0: uh it should be <laughs> it's a, it's at least on spotify <laughs> I know okay. okay 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 yeah. okay and what's
1: the name of the podcast one more time dude Dude, make something. Dude, make something. You guys heard it here first. I didn't even know. Uh, Jamal has his own podcast. No surprise here because you heard the setup. I was like, oh, he got a better setup than we do. So he <laughs> right. has, His podcast is called Dude, Make Something. You already know this is a real podcast where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. And then I just started my podcast as well, the Narrow Road Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, YouTube, and on uh, iTunes. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for checking us out today. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. My name is John. My name is Mike. And because I am
3: seven at all times, I want to go back to early when Mike. I'm just not letting it go. You said it's hard on both ends. Just want to be very clear. Don't yeah. ever say that phrase again. Jeez. And Jeez. without pausing it,
1: okay. Just not accepting all it. All right, guys, Terrence. Guys, Terrence is seven years old. He's chicken nuggets and French fries for the lunch. Anyway, we love you guys. Take I'm care. right. John <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs>